This is KJ Sparkles, and you're listening to Verbally Challenged. Let's record a podcast. You want to record? Just hold it up. We're fucking team. Just do it over. You can record in Kuba Kuba Dose. That's what I did the last time. No, let's time. do that last time. Let's do that. that. Let me know when it turns and shit. Guys, you missed it again. Damn You're not paying attention. I'm oh, it's back there. Else we could go back, in here. Can I have a backup? We could go in here, though, right? But that's what I said. I'm like, yo, let me know. here with some family speak up introduce yourselves i got my sister maria how you doing tonight baby i'm doing just great everybody calls me marita this is my baby brother i love him so much and i don't see him often but you know what when we do see each other it's like no time has ever passed and i'm just waiting for him to be down here permanently so i can enjoy him 100 percent anytime i want to and need to introducing my boyfriend and my daughter in the back seat right now while we're driving to go have a drink <laughs> me and diamond say what's up baby hi michael say what's up bro just a pleasure to be hanging out with my boy right here so we Eventually, we're going to try to make it to Cuba, Cuba, dos, but he, he needs to make a U-turn coming up. Oh, I need to make a U-E-O. Yes. I'm driving yes. right now in middle of nowhere from Virginia. Don't know where the fuck I'm at. That's why we're having fun. They're not giving me any kind of good direction, so we're just driving just all over and the place the right AC now. Too, by the way. Oh, shit, yeah. Turn that and AC on. And I but... shut the AC off oh, only God. because I thought that I was going to do something, and oh, we decided not to. But anyway, we're about to go to Cuba, Cuba, dos. The first place I took my brother to, or where he met me at, I should say, when he came to surprise me, and my mom's, or actually not surprise me, but my mom for Mother's Day in May. That was way back, guys, if you're listening to this, that was way back in episode three. So uh, please remember to check that out. It's called Family First. Check out that podcast. We surprised mom for Mother's Day. She had no clue we were coming. It was fucking awesome. She loved it. Her reaction was priceless. So guys, we're going to head to Cuba Cuba Dos, and we're just recording right now in the car. If you hear a little bit of air conditioner, I'm sorry. I'm going to try to edit this as best I can. It's hot as shit down here. Yo, it's fucking hot. It's hot as fuck. It is hot as fuck. The sun is shining, and I'm about to jump in the pool. When I get back home, we had to pick up Mia Diamond from work. She wasn't feeling well, but, but she's, she's good enough to have a drink with us She's right now. good enough to chill, so we got her going strong. <laughs> Yeah, so right now, guys, if you're listening, it's Labor Day weekend. It's currently Sunday, uh, September 2nd. If you're listening to this, this is not live. You're always going to hear this after we record. But it's September 2nd, Labor Day weekend. We're feeling good. I'm in Virginia visiting the family. And I just want him to live here, sidebar. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I'll be down soon, baby. I'll be down soon. So, uh, yeah, guys, we're having some fun. We're in the whip. We're about to head to Cuba Cuba Dose, have a couple of drinks. We have some food waiting for us back at mom's house. We're going to keep mom waiting. I mean, not that long because you know what? If she listens to this podcast and knows what the heck we're doing, she may listen, though. And if she does, we want you to know, mom, we love you. We're just going to have one. No, 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 no. A minimum of maybe two. But you know what? We're going to be there and we're coming. 
because we love you, Mom. Yes. So I hope you listen to this podcast because, <laughs> you know what, we're always thinking about you, regardless of what, no matter how old we are. I'm 41. Geek is 39. So, like... 38, 38. Oh, shit, 38. Don't, don't put me ahead 38, of 38, 38. Trust me. I, I don't want to be... Oh, shit. What I am. Nah, he's 38. 38. Maybe... 38 years old. Maybe I want to go back to 39. I don't know, but... You got to remember mean, to let me know when I have to turn or whatever. I'm trying to fight Father Time, so... So, right here... We're going to make a right or left? You're going to make a left right over here. Yo, see, your shit don't fucking work. Yo, I got to hold this. No, you got to hold it down. I, gotta I know you got to hold it down. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're going to sign off right now because we're driving and we need to know exactly where we're going. But we're about to go have a little bit of fun. You know what I'm saying? I have my brother here for a couple more hours. I'm happy to be on this fucking podcast with him. Verbally challenged. You know what? Verbally challenged. Available what? On all audio platforms. And now what? I mean, it's a DS thing, baby. It's a DS thing. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So, love all of y'all. Keep supporting us and keep letting everybody know to tune in to Harakon BX. Love you guys. Peace. Peace. <laughs> all right, guys. Hope you enjoyed that bit with the four of us lost in the VA. You know, we, we had already started drinking at mom's when Mia called us up and asked to get her from work because she wasn't feeling well. So we were all feeling a bit nice at the time of that recording. I could definitely say it's the first time I recorded a podcast while driving a vehicle. So I guess I could scratch that off my bucket list. How about you? <laughs> That's right. You were driving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we don't advocate that either. You do not podcast and drive ever, especially no when you had a drink or two. So yeah, not good, not good. But we had a DD when we picked up Mia. Yes, and of she was our DD, so no worries there, folks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we made it to the bar and had that one drink. We did keep mom waiting. You know, she did ask where we were at too when we got back to the house. I didn't even feel like we were gone long. <laughs> all of a sudden she's like where were you guys we were waiting to eat i was like yikes yeah i know right i know we yeah. were like oh shit i mean we weren't gone that long but you know considering that we were ready to eat right before we left the house we we're just like yeah we're gonna get me and come back so she probably figured we'd be gone 20 minutes the most and we were gone about an hour so <laughs> all right it wasn't all that right. bad it's like 15 minutes to the job 15 minutes back yeah, and so another I, half hour we're drinking. So you know, yeah, we had a quick one, quick one at Kuba Kuba Dose. So all right, well, yeah, you hear a, a unfamiliar voice to those listening. So first and foremost, let me officially welcome my sister to verbally challenge. You did appear way back in episode three, but that was in a public setting, you know, and not recording like we are here right now. So how are you, baby? How you doing? I'm doing so good. How are you, my love? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very happy to have you here. This is the, the first time we're ever doing something like this. Hi, everybody. Whoever's listening. <laughs> Her name's Maria, by the way. So, you know, I guess I'll refer to you as Maria um, from here on out so people know who you are. Or twin. Yeah, right, right. We're not actually twins, but if you see us in photos, we look very much alike. Everybody thinks we are twins. So Yeah. Everybody does. I love it. I love it. Is this your first time podcasting? I mean, I know it's certainly the first time with me. Is this the first well, time you've done something like this? This is the first time I've done something like this. I've been like kind of listening to different podcasts and been all curious about it and stuff. It almost feels like feels like we're in a talk show, but like not in person or not, yeah. not like televised. 
Exactly. Yeah, it's that's been my impression of the medium too, because I'm, you know, I've been doing this for like the past couple of years, but I wasn't familiar with it before I started doing it. Like I heard a podcast, but I never had listened to any. When I kind of got together with the, that realm of collectors group that I'm a part of and started hearing about like podcasts that they were doing and, you know, other people that were in the group were doing. I'm like, all right, let me check this out. And and that's basically like what it is. It seems like it's like a radio show, like you would normally hear like on the radio, but it's you or your friends or whoever doing it and putting it out there for people to listen to. You know? Yeah, so, I like it. I think it's yeah. really cool. Yeah. So I was going to ask you too, like how familiar you were with podcasts and if you did like listen to any, what, what kind of podcasts have you listened to? I was listening to Sean T. Um, his Believe one. And then I listened to some. Oops. Sorry, folks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I thought I was going to get sprinkled with like fairy dust or something. <laughs> that's, the, that's the back to the future jingle right there. I saw stars and like <laughs> crystals. <laughs> and I've also listened to like, I think one that Oprah does. And then like a Tony Robbins. Like, you know, motivational, positive type of things like that. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I wasn't too familiar. Like I said, um, you know, I started kind of listening to some of the other shows that were in like our podcast network now that we call it called the, like the cool table. But then, you know, started searching for other ones and there's just basically so many out there for every possible genre, like for anything, you know, if you wanted to hear one about comic books, there's one for that. Um, like you, the one you were listening to with yeah. Shanti, that's fitness based, right? So you could find fitness mm -hmm. podcasts, spiritual podcasts, like, you know, whole world out there basically. So you know, there's no shortage of anything to listen to. That's for sure. No, yeah. I listen while I'm at work, while I'm doing billing or something. I just have one headphone in and I'll be listening to different podcasts while I'm working. Yeah, I do the same. It does help pass the time. Being like in the office, I've got a private setting. So music or podcast, like that's how I usually catch up with them. So that's cool. That's cool. Well, let's give the, the people some background on you. You know what I'm saying? You're my sister. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, I am. I'm the old, I'm older. I'm three the years older. older. Sister, yeah, sister. not the oldest, not the oldest. Not the oldest. We do have Lisa. Lisa, hopefully we could get her on one day, but she's like, where's Waldo? We can never fucking find her. Nah, yo, and she always is infamous for like not returning texts, but then she'll text you on some like, hello, respond, and you need to respond. <laughs> and you do the same turn, and it's like crickets. There's nothing. <laughs> she's always been MIA. Yeah, seriously. But born in NYC, raised in the Bronx, you know what I'm saying? You moved down to Virginia back at the end of, what was it, 2004? 2004. Okay. 2004. Yep, um, July 2004. Wow, look at that. So that's what, 14 years? 14 years. I can't believe I've been here 14 years. Wow. But I love it. I love it here. It, yeah. This is this feels like home here. It's well, And I'm not too far from New York, like five, six hours. So it's yeah. doable. You're right. You're right. It's actually like a pretty decent, I mean, you know, a little bit of a troop, but not so bad that it's like, oh man, you know. Yeah, like, it's not like you got to take like two planes and a bus or something. It's, you know, it's doable. What made you want to pick up and move away from the city? Well, when Pop passed away and we had these plans of always like coming to Virginia because he always talked to me about it and wanted me to see it, you know, while he was in the hospital when Elisita was down. Um, caring for him I told her I was going to come and visit her and then I did for that one weekend and that weekend 
I just filled out like an application for an apartment, just kind of playing around, not even seriously thinking, really mm-hmm. thinking about it. And it was just so different from New York and seeing it, just everything just be so different, so much cleaner, just everything just felt different here. When I went back to work that Monday, they called me and said they had an apartment available in nine weeks and if I wanted it. And without even thinking, I just said yes. I said yes. And nine weeks later, I moved. Wow. Wow. So mom didn't think I was going to move because two days before I was scheduled to have the truck come, I still wasn't packed. I was still kind of hanging out, just like (laughs) chilling, like going to the beach, going to Orchard Beach. I was like in denial or something. And then Eunice was like, hello, you need a pack. You're leaving. I'm like, am I? (laughs) Oh, shit. You weren't even sure yourself, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, wow, am I really doing this? And then I just did it. Wow. That's something I was going to ask, too. I was like, like, was it something that you planned long term or did you just pick up and go? But that's pretty much like just picking up and going. I felt like after that, like I was like in just not a good place after dad passed away. And I I just kind of felt like I wanted to run away. That was the feeling that I've always had. Like, I just felt like I want I want to leave. I want to leave everything and everyone that I love because I never wanted to feel that pain like the way it felt like to lose pop and you know, I realized running doesn't change. It doesn't make the love any less because you know, it still happened when grandma passed away. (laughs) I didn't take it as hard, but you know, you still love your family no matter how far and you can't run away from, from things like that. It was one of the best decisions I made though. Like I love that I came here and I just hate being away from like you and family and stuff like that. But I love it here. I do love it here. Like when I go back to New York, I always feel like after maybe day three, I'm like, I want to go back back to Virginia. Yeah, you're done. right? It's like it's good to visit, like, but you don't want to stay anymore. Sometimes I feel that way when I go down and visit you guys. Like it's like the opposite feeling like because, you know, we've been here in the city all our lives. So Mm -hmm. we know. And when I've gone down, I'm like, you know, I'm like, man, this is nice. It's clean. It's a different pace of life, but I'm like, man, I think I could do it. Like, cause I'm not the type. You that's... hear the quiet. You you could feel yeah. the quiet here. It's very serene. That you know? that took a little getting used to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I'm ready for that though. Like, I mean, I'm not like hustling as much like as I used to before, as far as like hanging out and, and trying to like be here and there. Like, I'm very much like a homebody here in the city. So it's like I could do that. I feel like I could do that down there and just have more or at least just a better quality of life overall as compared to how expensive things are here in the city. Like I know I'd probably just be able to have more down there for my work and and what I'm earning than Mm -hmm. here, you know, trying to, you know, make ends meet basically like in a, in a shoebox apartment, you know, I mean, it's tough. And I love the city. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm, doing well but i just know it could be better you know and and, yeah. like, and being away from you guys like you said you know i miss you guys the kids are growing up i feel like i'm missing out so i, I definitely want to try to get back down there as soon as possible you doing that trip basically is like man it's possible and you and you yeah. did it just on a dime you you just picked yeah. up and went and, and and you made it work so that's just the the blueprint to follow basically yeah right there. i didn't know how it was gonna work but somehow it worked because it was like, you know, they always had those rent specials and it was like, you get one month free. So I was like, when I wound up moving in, since it was like at the end, I think it was only then the next month I had to pay just half of that month rent, not even mm-hmm. like a full rent. So it was like, it just almost felt like everything kind of just fell right into place. And by the third month, I already got the job. 
I got a job. So I was like, okay. Like, it wasn't like, oh my God, I'm drowning already. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. that didn't happen. So it was things, like, all right. Things worked out. Was life down in VA what you expected? Like when you got down there, did you have like any idea what to expect? And, and what were some of the difficulties that you ran into that you didn't expect? Getting around because, you know, I didn't have a license. I didn't drive. I didn't have a car yet. Ah, um, that's that's a big thing because there's not so, as much public transportation like there is in the city. So that's yeah. That's and 14 years ago, they didn't have Uber where you can just get a cab. Here, you had to reserve a taxi, so that was different. Because okay. in New York, it's like you know you could call Kiss, and they're like one minute, one minute, one minute. You know, I called a taxi for a job interview, and they said that you reserve it the night before, and I said no, and they said well it may take like about an hour and a half or so, and I'm like an hour and a half. I was like, this is insane. I That's could start crazy. walking. So I would walk to the store <laughs> and stuff like that with Mia. She hated it. She was seven years old. Mm. And I would be like, well, it's okay. We're just walking to the store. It's just, you know, it's just different. No sidewalks yeah. and stuff like that. So it was kind of like that transition was just a little bit weird. And then driving, learning how to drive, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, i, I like failed my driving down. test in the bronx and so um, to be here once they i just had to drive down the road and make a left turn or a right turn and that was it i was like no parallel parking no this no that i was like it was so easy yeah see, so like, that's a good thing that's much better than trying to take it in a, on a crowded bronx street you know yeah so. That's good. So the environment down there, like the, your family, of course, has grown quite a bit since you moved yeah. down there. You went down there with me a Diamond, but, you know. And I got three I, little ones. Yeah, you have three little ones, and so four in total. Do you agree that it's a much better environment to, like, raise kids in than trying to do it up here in the Bronx? So much better. Even when I go to the Bronx, I'm like, my kids will never know this life. They will never know this life. Like, yeah. you see these little kids that are my... I see these kids that are my kids' age down there, and my kids do not behave that way. These kids, like in the Bronx, you know, you grow up harder. You, Your innocence is lost at such a young age over there, and I would never want that for them. Like, I feel like they're just kids right now. Addie's going to be nine on Friday, Mason's seven next month, eight and 12. And it's just, wow. like, so different. Like, yeah. they would never know that life. And I feel so happy that, I'm raising them out here. They get to play outside. They're with their friends. I don't have to worry where they're at, what they're doing. Because, you know, it's just like the neighborhood, you know? And it's changed a lot since, you know, the neighborhood that we grew up in, like where mom still has the apartment now. You know, it it just, you look at it and it's like, man, it's just, it doesn't, even though when we were kids, it wasn't the best, but it looks almost worse now. No, and the people in the building, I don't know, just the feel of it has changed. You know, yeah. I loved growing up in the Bronx. I loved growing up there in mm-hmm. that building right across the street from 105. But it has changed so much that it's different from when we grew up. It's just the aura, everything about it has changed. It doesn't feel like a, a unit, like a family unit, like the way it did when we were growing up. Like, yeah. you know, Pierre and the Supers kids. So we were mm-hmm. all kind of like united. Yeah. It's definitely not the same. So I'm glad the kids are growing up down there, too. I mean, it is just a lot nicer, just a lot nicer, cleaner environment. You know, they basically like have a chance because you get roped into so much fucking shit here in the Bronx. Like you remember when we did, you yep. know what I'm saying, getting into fucking trouble and 
you know, mom, you know, you know, pops was stricter with us, but you know, once him and mom split, the stress on a parent there is harder. Yeah, to raise kids there because you want your, especially when you want the best for your kids and you want them to grow up good. And there's so many bad influences and different things that you just said that you can get roped into. I don't even want to ever expose my kids to if I, if I can. If you can help it, word up. So, I mean, you've been out of work. Uh, you're, you're working now, but you were out of work for quite a bit of years while you were raising Like kids. 10 years. And, and I still, you're still able to live out here. That's what I love about here. Like, you're still able to make a living, you know, even if you worked part time and still enjoy life. So it's not like you have to get like two, three jobs to try pay your bills or pay your rent. You know, it's not like that. It's just yeah. like a comfortable easy type of um lifestyle out here like that song goes that sweet virginia breeze <laughs> i like that song. i'm not i'm not too familiar <laughs> it'd be on the light station like delilah or something <laughs> oh man so you started a uh, part-time at the place you're at now but you advanced into a full-time position how does that feel to rejoin the workforce after being out of it for so long i i love it I just love it. I feel like I grew up, like, I'm like, I feel like a grown up. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was raising these kids for 10 years, like, and I would, you know, I started getting depressed, like, you know, maybe the last year or two that I was home, like, Mason was growing up. I'm like, the kids are getting bigger. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. How am I going to get back out there? How am I going to? But I knew that I just wanted to. I just knew it. And I didn't know how. I just felt like this force like in me that was like no like I need to do something I need to get out and again that was another thing that I didn't know how it was going to work out because I didn't know who was going to take care of the kids how that Mm -hmm. was all going to work out and somehow Mm -hmm. just taking that little step and applying the jobs just everything just changed and again everything fell into place I had to figure it out along the way of course like okay how am I going to do this and who can watch my kids and that was a little bit of a struggle Mia was helping out, but, you know, my kids don't listen to her. So they're like, so what? You're the big sister. (laughs) You're just still the sister. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You're not mom. You're not mom. (laughs) (laughs) Had to regulate over the phone a couple of times. I was like, all right, these kids need to be like in a program, (laughs) like an after school program or something. (laughs) <laughs> well, well that's the thing about them being like older now like that they're going to school so you basically you have your mornings free because they're in class and then you know i'm sure there are programs right that you could take advantage of yeah so, yeah so that's that's good you know what i'm saying it's basically like the right time you know you raised them you know when you had to when they were small and you know now they're older so you could kind of you have a little bit more time to yourself where you could be back working and doing for yourself instead of having to depend on another person yeah i always so said when mason good. turned five and that's exactly i got the job two days before he turned five so oh, i nice. put it out there in the universe nice. and i just said <laughs> when my youngest son turns five i'm gonna get a job and i got the job october 24th and mason's birthday was october 26th so god god listens that's he fucking... listens awesome man that's awesome and it's just basically you know having that plan like i've noticed that too like i'm not a a type of person that would write things down but i'm gonna start doing that because i was never that type of person but i i'm at that point either but you should you need to because you know what it does work and it really there's something about it that just kind of it just kind of happens yeah you can manifest it 
All right. So what are some of the cool things to do in the area like that you that you were able to find? Because I know it's not like New York where the clubs are open at 4 a.m. or later and stuff. But uh, is the nightlife like anything decent out there Um, in your opinion? They have a decent nightlife. I mean, a lot of things close like around 2 a.m. Now, like three some places. Um, Okay. Okay. So it's not too bad. It's a little bit earlier than what we're used to here in the city. You know, still, you could still go out and have a good time. But it's really nice. They have great happy hours and like lots of bars, lots of places to drink. Yeah. Lots of trendy places out here. You know, again, that's not far either, like 10, 15 minutes away. That's what I noticed too, like being like out there, like the area where you're living at, like everything is pretty close. You have to drive, but everything, you know, five, 10 minute drive the most. And it's like, boom, you're there. So yeah. yeah. What's, what's your favorite spot? Like what spot would you call your favorite out there from the places we've been? Gosh. Well, I love like two spots. Like I love OC because of course Nikki works there. So, <laughs> and it always feels like that place to me always feels like kind of like cheers, like you can go in there by yourself and it's like, you know, everybody already. Yeah. They're like, yeah. hey, a lot of little oh. like older folks and stuff, but. <laughs> oh, Charlie's. Yeah. I mean, it was cool. I remember it was right. going there. It was, yeah, it was all right. Nice little low key chill spot. I like that other spot in uh, Short Pump too. Uh, what is it called? Keegan's? Oh, uh, Keegan's. Because you yeah. could sit outside. Yeah. It's a, that's, that's a nice spot. They had some good burgers there too. Really, really liked mm-hmm. it. So they have good dinner specials like you know five dollar burger nights, sometimes two dollar burgers. So that's yeah. always good. I just like that short pump area in general because there there just seems to be like a lot of little spots that you could eat and drink at over there, and and you know nice trendy spots, modern spots. So yeah, um, it's really modern over there. You can walk their sidewalks. Kind of, so it feels you, like a village. Yeah, yeah, like a, you get a little bit of that city flavor. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Oh, all right, Bab. I, I don't want to keep you too much longer. I know we didn't get a chance to speak for too long, but I know we got things that we got to do. So, uh, but I hope that that was enough to give the people out there listening just a little bit of a sense of who you are and they got to know you a little bit. And I assume you're open to appearing on future episodes, right? Yes, I am. We could, we could talk all things girls related. So the <laughs> ladies can come up on this podcast and listen and not be shy because... We're going to have discussions. All right. Sweet, sweet. I don't know how many women listen to the show. So if there's any women listeners, reach out to me. You know what I'm saying? Let me know you're a listener and let me know if there's any topics you'd like me and my sister to tackle. (laughs) She comes on to the show. Well, all right, baby. Well, I miss you and I I hope to be down there to see you guys soon. I think we could wrap on that note and uh, I hope you enjoyed yourself. So just, you know, before we head out, let the people out there listening know where they could find you on social media. All right. I love you too. And I miss you. And I can't wait to see you. Whoever's out there listening, you can find me on Instagram at mdiaz318 or Facebook, Maria Diaz. But good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I've told them that before too. I'm like, Jose Diaz, you know, good luck finding me. There's about a hundred million of them (laughs) on there. But um, that's why I say just find me everywhere. All right, baby. Thank you. I love you and uh, hope to have you back soon. All right. I love you, babe. Thanks for having me.
Alright guys, I hope you really enjoyed that, and once again, I want to thank my sister Maria for hopping on and having a conversation here with me on Verbally Challenged, and I hope you guys really enjoyed that. I know it was something a little bit different. If you enjoyed what you heard, please just let me know, because she is open to appearing on future episodes, and maybe I could get her to, you know, maybe watch a movie and have us discuss it or something like that. I don't know if there's anything geek-related you want to hear her talk about. Just let me know. And I could kind of give her the homework and uh, we'll discuss it and get her on a future episode. So that was pretty awesome. For her very first time, she was a natural. So that was awesome, baby. I love you and hope to have you back real, real, real soon. All right. So guys, before we head out, just hit me up on social media. You know where to find me all over social media at Harrick and BX. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, and the PlayStation Network. Let me know how I'm doing. Let me know how you're enjoying the show. Let me know if you're not enjoying the show. You know, if you want to shit on it, let me know. Let me know what I'm doing wrong. Uh, I just want to learn, grow, evolve, and make this show into something you like. So hopefully everybody that's out there listening is enjoying it. Before we head out, remember to check out the Realm of Collectors. We have a website, realmofcollectors.com. We're on Facebook as a group, Realm of Collectors, and we're on Instagram at Realm of Collectors. Pull up a chair to the cool table. It's a hub for like-minded podcasts, including Enter the Realm and Breaking the Mold. I host that show, by the way. Mondays and Tuesdays, respectively, on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. The only show to watch on Saturday nights, Plastic Fanatics, the Late Night Aftercast on Victory Saber 77's YouTube channel. He's been on hiatus the past few weeks, but hopefully he comes back soon. Jame, we miss you. We miss you, Jame. Those three shows are also available in audio format on iTunes and Google Play. The rest of the shows on the cool table are Shattercast Uncut, Nerd Rage Radio, Toy Detox, Stays the Slock, Building Up to It, Fresh Communication, Beer and Bolters 40K, and Eight Weeks. You can find the cool table on Facebook along with links to all these other great podcasts. All right, guys, that's it. That's the episode. Thank you for the download. Thank you for the stream. Thank you for listening. I really, really appreciate it. We'll be back soon, real, real soon with the next episode, all right? So please take care, stay safe, and peace out.